Hey y'all, this is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections and affirmations for the culture. Y'all already know, Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of self-reflection, affirmation, and reimagining for us by us. Y'all, I did a a solo, treated myself to a solo lunch date, journal date, all the things. And I wrote down a liberated love note. It goes a little something like this. I am loving, gracious, and invested in the growth of those with whom I am in relationship. Still, I will not internalize or own others work as my own they are not my work i'm gonna read that again i am loving gracious and invested in the growth of those with whom i am in relationship still i will not internalize or own others work as my own they are not my work. I wrote this liberated love note affirmation for my damn self, y'all. <laughs> In my experience as a black woman, certainly as a, a caregiver and parent, as someone who really strives to be a connector, will certainly consider myself an empath, genuinely curious and invested in the feelings and well-being and growth, the knowing of those I care about. I have tracked that in excess, like when I'm doing all those things, being all those things in excess, I can absolutely or can absolutely be to my detriment. I described with someone like real talk when I am in perhaps like more specifically conflict, you know, having conversation with folks, dialogue, mainly around you know, conflict that I oftentimes, and I share this humbly, like experience this clarity, right? Clarity. It sometimes feels like a sixth sense where I am able to like track and and feel dynamics, like those things perhaps that are unsaid, unseen. Like I legit feel it, y'all. Sometimes I'm I'm learning that I've underestimated this as a gift and perhaps overestimated because I've underestimated this as a gift. There's been scenarios where I've overestimated other people's capacity, especially those with whom I am in dialogue or conflict. I've overestimated other people's capacity and even energy to see and understand those things that I'm seeing and tracking, right? And so if I'm not being self-aware, I can also find myself being judgmental, right? Sometimes that looks like conflating others' genuine lack of capacity with lack of desire, right? Lack of capacity might be their own internal stuff, their own internal work, their own unresolved traumas. Maybe it's not knowing 
you know, those things that I've come to know and learn. Maybe it's their own just cultural lens, learned norms and behaviors, those things that make it difficult to bridge those things that are their work, right? Their work. And so I just revisit that affirmation again. I am loving, gracious, and invested in the growth of those with whom I am in relationship. Still, I will not internalize or own others' work as my own. They are not my work. I wrote this for myself because I've been in situations where I've internalized others' work as my own. Sometimes that sounds like that self-talk that's like, you know, it must be me or am I doing something wrong? Am I inadequate? How I'm showing up? Am I inadequate in this scenario? Now, don't get me wrong. Self-accountability and critical self-consciousness are key. Being able to ask oneself and myself, you know, what is my role here? How might my own work be showing up in this scenario context what judgments am i making that work is important and i'm also mindful to interrupt self-accountability turned negative self-talk right turned thinking and rethinking and overthinking scenarios to the extent that i am causing my own mental harm right physical harm even because tension headaches are real Or perhaps I start believing that my love and investment in an individual with whom I am in relation should have no ends. And so in conflict, in dialogue, what have you, I disregard the need for boundaries. I love you and it's time I disengage. I'm invested and... I think we might need to pause and revisit. I am gracious and I sense there is something else going on here that is beyond my power to influence. I am loving, gracious, and invested in the growth of those with whom I am in a relationship. Still, I will not internalize or own others' work as my own. They are not my work. This dynamic can be real tricky, real complicated, messy even in the workplace, especially in community with each other, us, other black folk. The the, the trauma, the systemic container of white supremacy makes it so, right? I've had friends and colleagues share some of their workplace traumas that were at the hands of other black people. Black women in my circle share harm caused by other black women. And it hit different, right? What does that look like? It looks like those, you know, moments and scenarios where we start projecting our own injected or internalized forms of white supremacy on our brothers, sisters, siblings, right? It shows up in the ways in which we may police others' authenticity based on our own internalized white gaze. Y'all, a few, at this point, maybe a year ago, I posted this video to LinkedIn, and this was following the murder of George Floyd, among all the other ways in which Black folks were experiencing, among all the other 
happenings that were perpetuating this like racial trauma in 2020. I posted this video, very frank video to black people sharing all the things from my perspective that we did not owe, do not owe white folks. And I was just very frank. These are things we don't owe, brother, sis, sibling. These are things we don't owe the white people within our spheres, whether it's workplace, whether it's personal relationships, we don't owe. I was really frank and authentic in my delivery. And I had a few elders whom I respect express concern with my frankness, especially in the context of like LinkedIn being a professional site. Questions around like, well, what will this person, this white person think if they saw it? How do you think this white person would feel? And y'all, if that wasn't the most, right, ain't nothing like ridden one's own self of the white gaze, the freedom, but then having to deal with someone else's, right? Especially not the black person's, projecting their white gaze onto you, right? That's what that looks like, right? Policing others' authenticity, right? Sometimes injected uh, forms of white supremacy, you know, that work looks like scarcity mindset. And so minimizing or undermining others' light, limiting access and exposure because one hasn't worked through their own trauma of messages that suggests not being worthy, not enoughness. Sometimes their own work might look like undermining the range by which we express our rage and resistance. And so distancing oneself from forms of, you know, behavior, appearance, expression, rage that doesn't align with respectability. Sometimes their work looks like being like real nitpicky because of just like internalized forms of perfectionism, not even being or having attention to the ways in which perfection has been defined. Like who has, who has defined what is and who is perfect? Who are those standards really? These are just some of the ways. Their work, right? Their work. Our work looks like police and our authenticity minimizing or undermining, you know, one's light, casting judgment on the ways in which we resist or show our rage, projecting internalized perfectionism. It has helped me to know and track in situations to be able to delineate their work, like folks' own work, their stuff, their traumas, the unlearning that has not happened. That work from what is mine, you know, the work that is not mine that they must engage in to be real clear about what is and is not my work to own for them and honor that the delineation and and clarity in what is my work and what is not mine doesn't make me any less loving, doesn't make me any less gracious it doesn't make me any less invested. Clarity also looks like constantly reminding myself that yes, personal accountability is real. And 
most of, and so in as much as personal, I get it, and self-accountability is real, most of the conflict, most of the unresolved work, most of the unrealized and unhealed traumas can absolutely, in some form or fashion, be linked back to the lie and harm that is white supremacy. And so it ain't inherent or pathological to us, y'all, right? This container wasn't made for us, which is why that remembering work, this remembering work, this critical self-consciousness work is key. I do wonder if you can think of a time, a conflict, an experience where you realized or are now realizing that, you know, you were interpreting perhaps or internalizing someone else's work as a deficiency in you. How might you model or have modeled or embodied greater clarity knowing what you know now? What boundaries might you put in place to honor your own well-being and where they might be on their own personal journey? What boundaries might you put in place? Boundaries that certainly honor my well-being, your well-being, and recognize where they might be on their own personal journey, not even from a place of judgment, but from a place of love and graciousness and investment. Because, and I'm going to read this love note one more time, I am loving, gracious, and invested in the growth of those with whom I am in a relationship. And still, I will not internalize or own others' work as my own. They are not my work. Peace.